should be the same family. Hey there, this is Femless from the Twist Another Blogcast, and you are listening to the Wow Dogs Podcast. Hello and welcome to Wow Dogs, this is Ghost Dog coming to you on Thursday, the oh my fucking god, he did not pod fade of August. No, I did not pod fade. I know it's been a hell of a long time since the last podcast. However, anyone who actually follows and, and actually bothers to read any of my Twitters will have uh, heard me repeatedly say that there were some fairly serious problems with one of our children, which resulted in them being hospitalized even for three weeks. Um, it's been a very rough go, and we're still not completely out of the woods, but damn near at this point. So we are resuming our null our normal lives. It's been a hellish three months to say the very least. Actually, I think it was more than three months. Yeah, a little over three months. Anyways, all that just to say, it's a perfectly good explanation for it. It's not that I didn't want to be doing the podcast. It's that family always comes first. Um, others who, again, follow the Twitter will have read how um, I've been working on another podcast. Now, this is something that had started prior to the issues with our child and I'd made some commitments to the artist, the musical artist whom I was going to be playing on the podcast. The other podcast is a podcast devoted to Indian unsigned musicians and it's called The Vinyl Experience. You can find it on iTunes and I felt because I had made that commitment to all of those artists to play their music and it it had been a, a work in progress for quite a long time. When there was any little bit of time, I was working on that and not this podcast. Um, That's again, not to say that I didn't plan on coming back to this one so much as I felt I had a responsibility to other people for the other one. And so it took priority as it is now. I will have time to work on both of them. That being said though, I will be changing the format of this podcast as well. Um, Not that I have a problem with the way that I was doing it before, of course, and I was trying to make it a very regular podcast, not necessarily the same night, but at at minimum once a week. However, that's going to have to change simply because there is so much on the go right now with us here. And again, which is not to imply that I don't have the time. It's just I got to sometimes make the time and grab it when I can based on any given night. So the podcast is going to be a little bit more all over the place. And I'm going to be doing something with the podcast that I used to do with a prior podcast that I used to do um, actually with Sean, whom I started this podcast with. And that podcast, I used to do some um, some on the, the fly podcast that I would record from my iPhone, very low tech, but it was, it was, people actually enjoyed it because it was out of this pristine recording environment not that it's that pristine really but 
and it was something that was more off the cuff and it was more fun. So it's something that I'm going to be doing a little bit more of with the this podcast, which will result in, in some cases, far shorter podcasts, but there'll be hopefully a little bit more of them, giving you a little bit more, not necessarily news, because people tend to keep up a lot with what's going on. So much is just my opinions. And I mean, if you're listening to this, then you obviously give a rat's ass. So there you go. In terms of game-wise, well, fuck, it's been quite a while since, obviously, the last podcast, so a lot's been going on. Um, there was a while there where, obviously, I did not have quite as much time to game, and so I didn't do as much on my characters. However, once I did have the time, uh, I did go back to my Horde Druid, and I leveled him up to 80. I Honestly, I cannot remember three months ago with the last podcast what level he was or how it was going or if he had even hit 80 at that point but yeah so anyways I did hit 80 on him and I have been trying to gear him with resto gear now the thing with druids which I was actually talking about on one of my sites um, just the other day is that because they are such a hybrid class uh, more so than any other class, because you can literally be anything, no, though not necessarily as well as a pure class, but you can be the range caster, range DPS, um, um, melee DPS, you can be tank, you can be healer, you can do it all. So because of that, when you are progressing through, whereas some classes will be able to accumulate gear that they can then use towards their 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 end game it's much more difficult because your choices are more limited just because they are so much more spread out so when you're progressing the gear that you would be getting that you would use towards your your regular or your heroics uh, may not necessarily be what you need because you you intend on changing your spec say which is fairly common especially for um, a class that is a hybrid wherein you will level with your dps build and then once you get to your 80 you will either uh, go directly to either tank or or heal um, although some are sticking now that the the druids say the balance is doing fairly well and the actually feral dps is, is off the charts right now doing pretty well so some people are sticking with that now i however had the full intention of going tank as well as going heal once i hit 80 with the dual spec and i even bought the dual spec prior to the hitting 80 with the full intention of, of doing just that so what happened is that as i was leveling up too because i was leveling up uh feral and i was leveling up using a kind of a blended build so that i could do a lot of aoe grinding which at the moment is fairly powerful my gear was all over the place so i honestly i did not have the proper gear to be able to tank effectively I, I certainly could not tank a heroic there's no chance in hell that i could tank a heroic and because i had not leveled at all as a um as a healer well i couldn't do any healing whatsoever i it was it was it was absolutely pitiful to this day i even though i've been working on my healing set now for quite a while i still have greens um 
And I'll go you one further. Not only do I have greens, but my idol is a green feral idol. Yeah, that's how pimp I am, folks, okay? I, yeah, it's the idol of the waste, which actually my shred and my swipe abilities have a chance to grant 61 strength for 10 seconds. Jump back, bitches. That will help me heal much more effectively. So, yeah, it's pitiful. But the thing is, is getting back to my point, you're you're going to encounter a lot of problems when you are a hybrid class that is going to switch specs later on because you need the gear that you're picking up along the way to be able to level effectively. And then on top of that, you need specific gear if you are going to be switching later on, case in point with me. So then your options are pretty limited. If you're in a very powerful guild that is doing a lot of progressive instances and they can carry you through then you can do pretty good because they can help gear you so had i been in such a guild then i would have been able to do some of the heroic runs um, as cat using the gear that i had maybe off tanking but probably not or at least dying while doing it and then working towards gear that way but your options when you solo a lot or if you're in a guild that's not too big is is basically hit up battlegrounds. So, I mean, you can buy crafted items if you have like metric fuck ton of money, but otherwise you're going to have to just suck it up and hit the battlegrounds, which is what I've been doing. And oh joy, oh bliss, have I missed it. It's changed a lot. I decided that the best thing for me to do would be to actually get a full healing set because the healing, you can still get into instances more easily as a healer than as a tank on top of that i love healing i I always have i'm a glutton for punishment so i figure well okay i'll get my my rest set i can then work later on towards my um my tanking set using whether it's emblems or drops or, or even more battlegrounds if i haven't punished myself enough so i've been working towards the healing set and Battlegrounds has changed dramatically, drastically, for healers, thanks to our friends, the Death Knights. Yes, give them a hand, folks. It used to be bad enough as a healer because, of course, you are the first one targeted, as well you should be. So you would stand back and heal from behind. You don't have that option anymore, thanks to the Death Knights, because... They just suck your ass right into melee range and then you're toast and it does not take long, especially for a class like a a druid, which if you are sucked into melee, you don't have a fear that you can use. You don't have a shield. You, I mean, yes, you have your bark skin, which is going to help a very, very little bit and you can go into tree and have a little bit more armor, but often you won't even have the, the, the option of, of dropping a few heals because on yourself because you are stunned immediately. So again, it's gotten to the point where being a healer is really an exercise in frustration right now. And especially I'm finding being a druid healer in battlegrounds is extremely frustrating. It's not the same as it used to be. You used to, your whole purpose was to be there and to heal your teammates. And you can't do that anymore. You're so busy trying to keep yourself alive because you're being sucked into the middle of a fight. And so it is really not 
helping you help your team, which is the whole point. So anyways, back to the point, working towards a set. So that's what I've been uh, doing on, on this, on that, on my, uh, my Druid. I, I decided to start up a little Alliance Warlock because I had, um, Again, my, my second favorite class is, of course, the the Warlock, and I miss playing Warlock. And when you get really quite bored with playing a Battleground healer, it's nice to have a little something different. I had never actually played a, um, a role-playing character in WoW before. I, I'm, I've said it before too, I'm actually a writer, so it's nothing new for me to put myself in the mindset of anything else. Um, the, the, the thought of it being a fantasy character does not intimidate me because I've written fantasy as well and things like that. So I kind of liked the idea and I thought it'd be a little bit of fun to do and I, and I needed something a little bit different to do because again, the battleground really does start to wear you down after a while. So I created this little ally lock on Earthen Ring, and I decided that if I was going to do it, it was going to be hardcore RP, no out-of-character chatting, just if you ever see her on, her name is imprisoned, by all means, feel free to talk. However, know that if it's out of character in any way, shape, or form, she won't acknowledge it even. Um, and even if you do chat, expect her to be some all manner of fucked up because that's where she's headed and i'm having a lot of fun with it i'm i'm enjoying the the conversations i'm having with people i'm enjoying the the different way of playing because i'm trying to wrap it all around the writing that i'm doing for this character i decided to keep a kind of a, a blog for her so that i can write about her adventures however you want to say it um i only just actually started writing her journal um actually just the other day and uh you can find it at uh, forthelower.com i bought the, the the domain a while back with the intention of doing a variety of things based on various lore from different games as well as again the rp is very much based in it's the lore of one person or how they affect the, the game and i can't remember who i was speaking to but it was pretty hardcore RP on Twitter because I was saying I was having a hard time with jumping into RPing simply because I didn't feel I had enough of a grasp of the lore of World of Warcraft even though I've played it since day one I didn't feel I had enough of a grasp of everything behind the scenes to make it work properly and this person explained to me that you know you can do a lot of different things it doesn't you can you can play with it so that it's not just exactly what it's supposed to be but also you know it can be a lot more than that you can you can you have a lot of liberties that you can take as a writer which I, I knew in terms of other things but I hadn't yet considered in terms of an RP blog, so it was very good to hear that, and it's something that I, uh, I, I, I decided to use, of course. So, you, so you can go to forthelore.com, check that out if you want. Um, you're going to see some other information there for uh, Aeon as well, which is coming out from NCSoft. I know that this is a well 
podcast, so I'm not going to go too much into detail, except to say that I, I did pre-purchase the Aeon game with the intention of giving it a, a shot, because it is something that has interested me for a while. I did absolutely love Guild Wars. I thought it was a fantastic game. And the trailer for Guild Wars 2, I know it's a long ways off, but hot damn, that thing looks incredible. I cannot wait to see that actually come to fruition. But back to Aeon, I pre-purchased it and I was able to jump into the um, the beta weekend that they had. That was a few weekends ago. And I did have an absolute blast with it. It is a very, very good game. I enjoyed it. I heard a variety of things from people who played it in terms of how it progresses lore-wise once you get to higher level. Some people were disappointed, some were not. I know that for the lower levels, I only got to level 10 or 11. Um, I really, really enjoyed it a lot. The questing was a blast. The... The look of the game is very good. There are a couple of things that I will take a little bit of getting used to, but I did like it. It's not something that's going to pull me away from WoW. Definitely not. I mean, WoW has been around so long and has got so much going for it that really you cannot... I don't believe in, in the, the notion of a WoW killer anymore. And and I know, having been playing since, since beta, that... I'm going to be still playing WoW for quite a long time. And of course, with the recent news from BlizzCon, that that was that was just cemented there that, yeah, I'm going to be playing this game for a fucking long time because there's so many things coming up now that will not only hold my interest, but that I, I absolutely cannot wait for. So so with that, we may as well jump into the the uh, the BlizzCon news. Um, still kind of reeling from some of it. I, I wish to hell I could have gone. It looked like everybody was having such a good time there. Not just for the actual BlizzCon itself and seeing everything, but the interaction with everybody there. It was very interesting to see some of the pictures, too, from, from people getting together over beers and, and I'm sure spending all night just chatting about their escapades in WoW. So it would have been fun to be there. That being said, of course, the big news, which was rumored prior to BlizzCon, um, it was a lot of the rumors were up at a whole bunch of different sites. Um, WoW.com, of course, being the main one, which pretty much hit the nail on the head for damn near everything. The news of Cataclysm, which if you live under a fucking big ass rock that doesn't see the light of day, Cataclysm being the next expansion to World of Warcraft, which is uh, not do it for a little while though, but still, anyways, um, Cataclysm's got more coming with it than I think yeah I would say anything before really I I don't think you can compare um burning crusade to it nor do I think you can compare the um the wrath of the lich king uh, regardless of the new classes and the the new races with the prayer expansions, I don't think you can compare it to this. Now, some people are going to be disappointed because there's not as much end game that's going to be coming with Cataclysm. It's only going to be an additional five levels that they're going to increase the cap to 85. However, the way they're making it sound is that those five levels are going to be significantly harder to get which as opposed to 70 to 80, which really wasn't too bad. They're making it sound like it's going to be quite a bit harder. 
whether that's true or not, I mean, remains to be seen. Um, and then there's different things that they are introducing for higher level caps, including the new path of the Titans with the additional glyphs and everything else. There's going to be a bunch of stuff for higher levels, though not as much as with the other expansions. What they've said this one is all about is enhancing the old world. I mean, the old world is getting streamlined for questing and for leveling up and everything, but it's also getting changed and is being changed permanently. Again, I'm assuming everybody has already heard this news, so I'm not going to speak to you as if you don't know. And if you don't know, just go to worldofwarcraft.com, go to the Cataclysm, Cataclysm site, watch the trailer, and you'll then know what I mean. But the fact is, is that they're changing the old world so that the leveling progression is much better, much more interesting. And this is something that I did actually talk about on For the Lore right before the the BlizzCon, actually, literally within... I had started writing the, the blog post several hours before BlizzCon actually started, and I posted it literally minutes before BlizzCon was set to start. And this is something that I said. And what it is is basically that I strongly believed that Blizzard needed to change the old world and significantly and permanently and that's what they're doing when you're looking at a game that's going to be five years old in a matter of months and they're going up against games that are just now coming out with better graphic engines with better um better quest progressions with more interesting quest progressions with better leveling with with all kinds of different mechanics that you don't see in vanilla wow they can only compete so long. The thing is, is that, yes, they have more subscribers than there are people who live in Greece. Okay, we get that. That does not change the fact, however, that they may not always be there. And there is there 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 are going to be diminishing returns. People are going to be leaving the game for a variety of reasons. You need to make sure that you are constantly bringing people back into the game. That's extremely important. So you need to have a, a good flow of as people are leaving, more coming along. Well, you're not going to have that if you are again offering the same old shit that's always been there. And the thing too is that those people like myself and Mr. P. Sinister, who likes to play alts all day long and not level his goddamn paladin to 80, um, people like that, even we get frustrated and tired of doing the same shit over and over and over again. So once we hit 80, and by we I mean me because he refuses to level his paladin to 80. Once I hit 80 and I've got nothing to do but battlegrounds and maybe some heroics and and even then my options are a little bit more limited because of personal choices. I don't want to do dailies every goddamn day. I don't want to be raiding every day. So again, they have to cater to a variety of different people. So for someone like myself, I've got no problems doing playing alts and having fun with that and exploring things that I've not yet done. However, this is where we have a problem because it's getting to a point where I've done damn near everything there is to do and it's not fun to do it again. 
then something like this comes out talking about the completely changing the face of a bunch of different zones, changing the quests that are there, changing the progression, changing how you're going to level. And I'm thrilled. I'm absolutely thrilled. I cannot wait for this, let alone the fact that we're going to get two new races, one of which I could give a rat's ass about, frankly. I've said it on the, the site as well. I have absolutely no interest in ever playing a goblin, except for maybe a bank cult, because that'll be useful with their racials. But the worgen, oh my God. Like, it's phenomenal. And if they keep the racials that they've talked about, Holy fucking hell. It, it, oh my God. I cannot wait to play a new character. I can't wait to level a new character. So again, they've got me excited over the same shit that I've already done. Although there's, yeah, sure. There's going to be some new quests and whatnot, but in, I mean the same shit in terms of, of the level progression of leveling yet another character, but I'm excited at the, the, I doing it. I cannot wait. And to the point where I've already gotten, well, I've got the 180 druid. I've got a 73 druid and I've got a, a host of other lower level druids, but I can't wait. I'm thinking it's going to be another druid or it might be a hunter. And uh, with the hopes of getting that new spirit wolf. But the fact is, is that again, I, I it's got me excited for the game. So that's a, a big thing. And so again, they're, they're doing good. It's, they're on the right track here. There's there's bound to be a lot of people who are going to be disappointed in the fact that there is not as much, again, of the end game. However, they keep adding end game as they progress through different... Um, through different uh, uh, patches and upgrades anyways. So, frankly, it doesn't really matter to me because... And to a lot of people, because again, you just got to wait until there's another big patch and there's going to be someone new to fight a new Alduar, a new whatever kind of thing. You know, case in point, 3.22 is going to be um, the Anixia's return. And they have said that they are going to make some significant changes as opposed to the just the revamping and making her harder. And then 3.3 is going to be Arthas. So there's a lot already coming for Endgame. So it's nice that they're going to be catering, catering a little bit more to the progression from then on. So anyways... That's one of the uh, the big things coming out with that. With that, of course, like I said, the new races. There's going to be a, a new profession as well, secondary profession, archaeology. There's the um, guild talents and leveling, which if you're in a progressing guild, is pretty damn cool. Um, rated battlegrounds. There, there's a lot to Cataclysm. You honestly want to watch the trailer because it'll blow your fucking mind watch it it's that good and it was interesting to hear when they were talking about how far in development they are because blizzard does nothing quickly <coughs> diablo 3 it was interesting to hear cory stockholm or stockton talking about that development for cataclysm started when wrath shipped and mike morheim stated that it's actually going to be released in 2010 so that's actually not that far. I mean, yes, it's perhaps as much as six months or more, depending on when in in, uh, in 2010. But still, it's not too far. I mean, we're not talking years away. <laughs> Sorry. Damn, Luther. So 
so there is that. The, uh, the some other news that came out of uh, BlizzCon, of course, the the talk about the problems with the instances needing more instances, and the talk of doing the cross realm instances, which is pretty cool. I'm 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 very interested how they're going to be able to do that. Simply because you're going to be opening up a whole can of worms in a variety of ways. They can't just do it like, say, Battlegrounds, because you're going to want to allow trading of some sorts. Again, keeping in mind the, the recent changes that they've made wherein they allow you to trade items if you took something that shouldn't have been yours kind of thing. You can give it to who it belongs to that was in the same group and helped you kill. Well, if you're not allowed to trade, how's that going to happen? There's a lot of things. But then if they allow trading... Are we just going to be seeing money disappearing from realms onto other realms? And how, how is that going to fuck up the economy? So there's a lot to be ironed out there for sure, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. On top of that, then we've got the stats simplification with the changes to attack power, armor penetration, and haste. Um, gaining mastery instead based on whichever talent tree you spec more points into. That, to me, is more of the same kind of thing where they're dumbing down the game to make it a lot more simple and make it so that, in this case here, say, gear is going to be a lot more easy to apply to, 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 to use so that you're not skipping bosses because nobody can use what they have um, because the mastery is going to be able to really kind of help you with that. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see that. It's it's really not surprising. Again, a lot of the game has been dumbed down, so it's not surprising that they're doing something like this as well. If you were at BlizzCon or you got the, uh, the terrible feed that people... <laughs> bitched a lot about I'm glad I didn't pay 40 bucks for that and you got your Murloc Marine pet uh, try to find somebody who's got a Zergling from the collector's edition the vanilla one uh, I've actually got that one if you get the Zergling and the Murloc Marine close to each other they actually fight each other and kill each other and it's fucking fantastic I swear to god you gotta see it if you have it Find yourself someone they need to do more shit like this with mini pets either fighting or for fraternizing like the bunnies did during noble garden i i would love to see my collector's edition panda humping someone's fourth anniversary polar bear that would seal the deal that would be fantastic work on a blizzard make it happen um other news we're looking at uh, the battlenet 2.0 which was fairly interesting because they were talking about the fact that it's gonna be not just you're not gonna be able to just talk with you know cross-faction which that in and of itself is is huge you're gonna be able to talk cross-realm you're even gonna be able to chat across fucking games so you can be able to see if somebody is on starcraft 2 whenever the hell that comes out or you know when you're old and gray and people are playing diablo 3 when it's released you're going to be able to tell that they're on and you're going to be able to chat with them so it's fairly interesting that they're 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 doing it this way where they're going to be joining all of their games. It makes sense, of course, and it's a very good business model wherein it's going to encourage people to buy the other games as well. Not that you really need to encourage people to buy Blizzard games, but but you do need to encourage Blizzard devs to get their off their asses and develop said games. But anyways, so that's about it, actually. The, the, the oh my fucking god drop of the week this week is the Anixia Mount. I would assume, once again, everybody's seen this, the the news of the renewed Anixia fight 
spread pretty damn fast. And then people were talking about the drops and whatnot. Still the coolest for me is that mount. That uber rare 310% speed mount. Because it's not just good enough to kill her. We want to ride that bitch. That's going to call it a wrap for tonight. Check out the site at wowdogs.com for complete show notes. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a review if you think of it. Reviews are very nice. I like them. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash wowdogs. And you can email me at wowdogs at gmail.com if you have comments, questions, submissions, whatever the fuck you want to chat about. That's it for tonight. Thanks for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week.